This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Television Program. In the studio again this day is Apostle Daphne Nyla. Apostle Nyla, welcome to the Warning Radio Program. Yeah, thank you so much, Dr. Hansen. Well, you're welcome. We've done some very good programs. Yeah, sure. And uh, yesterday's was extremely good on mm. forgiveness and love. Yeah. But we're going to do another one, a little explosive today. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, now yeah. fasten your seatbelts because mm-hmm. this is going to, could be explosive for some people. Yeah. Other people, they already know how true it is. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about marriage, race, and mm. age. We're yeah. going to talk about marriage relationships, marriage and ministry, all of that. Yes, yes. So, uh, Apostle Daphne, why don't you start? Wow, I'm looking forward to this because uh, definitely is a part, uh, you know, part and parcel of who we are. We are are relational being. Uh, God ordained that we relate one with another. And the way God created man, the Bible says when God created man, he was creating man for fellowship. And um, Adam would uh, fellowship with God. God would walk in the garden in the evening uh, and they would fellowship one with another. So God is a relational God. And when he created man, his intention was that he would relate with man. And that's why when man fell, uh, he reached out to man through love. We were talking about love the other day, that it was the love of God that caused uh, God to reach out to man because God longs for relationship. God is all about relationship and the way he wired man and woman was that we relate one with another no wonder when he created a man he created him male and female you know just for relationship so i think we we have to begin from that point of uh, really appreciating the fact that we are meant to be relational beings now yeah. i believe the bible is so very clear daphne yeah that god is totally against racism Oh yeah. Wonderful. Some people are confused. They've even judged mm-hmm. and condemned people mm. who have married someone of a different race. Yes. They have told these couples that they're in sin mm. and need to repent. Yeah. Yet, let's look at Genesis 3:20. Yeah. And Adam called his wife Eve. Mm-hmm. Because she was the mother of all the living. Yes. It is clear that all of humanity mm-hmm. traced their ancestry back mm-hmm. to Adam mm-hmm. and Eve. Yeah. So, uh, Daphne. 
Yes. We, you and I, are great, 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 great grandma and grandpa. Yes. Are the same. Yes. I have the same. You have the same. That's right. Grandpa. Th- that's and right. Grandma Adam and Eve. One. Yes. That's and right. And whatever color. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was black or white. It might have been some shade of brown. Yeah. Because again, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus was a Jew. Yes. So whatever it was, it doesn't matter to God. Mm. What matters is the blood. Mm-hmm. Daphne? I always make fun. I say, whatever color you are, it depends on which part of the earth God picked that soil from. <laughs> That's good. Maybe he picked some long soil for some guys and some clay soils and some other kind of soil. That's why we have different probably colors. But uh, the Bible says in Genesis one twenty seven that he created, uh, we were created in the image of God. You know, all that matters is, is here. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let him have dominion over. You know, so we were created in the image of God and the image of God is the same. You cannot have two images. So I believe we have the same a blood, we have the same image, the same likeness of God. Irrespective of race, color, whatever, we were created to be like God. We were created exactly the way God looks like. So we are one. We were created just like that, to be like God and to look like him. Now, Genesis 11, mm-hmm. Genesis chapter 11, it explains yeah. how God confused the languages at the Tower of Babel yes. to force them to scatter. Yes, They were of one language, Yes. And they were using their common language to, mm-hmm. to race, mm-hmm. to rebel against God. Yeah. So one language, one color. Yes. But they were using it to rebel against God. So yeah. God has always used persecution mm-hmm. and judgment yeah. to get people's attention so they will obey him. Yes. These people were supposed to serve God. They were supposed mm-hmm. to multiply on the face of the earth. Yeah. Now they are forced to travel to new areas, new areas to mm-hmm. populate. Mm-hmm. Populate. Yes. Now, Acts 17.26 says, And mm. hath made of one blood all nations of men to dwell mm. on all the face of the earth, yes. and hath determined the mm-hmm. times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. Mm-hmm. So even secular scientists recognize mm-hmm. that all relationships and all races yeah. are one yeah. blood. Amen. No one, all men are direct descendants of mm. Adam. Yes. So again, we were all one race, mm. one color, mm. one blood. Yes. God caused us to scatter. Yes. And when we scattered, we went into different areas of the world. And scientifically, mm-hmm. you have different direct rays of the sun, pigmentation, yeah. mm. and we changed mm-hmm. uh, because we had now a more closely refined genetic pool mm. instead of a broader Yes. Genetic pool. That's right. And from the areas mm. with with the sun's rays and yeah. pigmentation, we started to look differently and our color was different. Mm. But we came from the same great, great, great descendants, Adam and Eve. That's right. Um, just even before I talk about Abraham, who is our father of faith, as the Bible says. Now, Colossians chapter 3, verse 11 says, uh, here there is not Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and in all. We are all the same in Christ. The skin tone or differential cultural backgrounds cannot hinder the mission 
of the followers of Jesus Christ. So we are Christians because we are meant to be Christ-like. Our DNA is Jesus Christ. So it doesn't matter whether he's a Greek, a Jew, uh, you know, a circumcised or whatever, a slave or free, but Christ is all and in all. We have been given the DNA of Christ. That's why the Bible says, whosoever shall believe in him and, and receive him, he shall become a son of God. So if you're a son of God, because a, a lion will give a bath to a lion, a cow will give back to a cow. So if God, uh, if we are begotten of God, then we are gods. You know, we look like him, irrespective of what we have and where we have come from. And so what uh, Dr. Hansen is saying that, you know, all this, uh, you know, in terms of locational differences and cultural differences is basically because of the different parts of the world that we, we've grown up. There are some people who grew up in different parts of the world, different continents, and therefore you realize their way of living, their cultural a way of doing things is slightly different from the others. But that does not make us, you know, like... You know, like uh, we are not the same. We are the same, yes. The only thing is that, yes, we have to appreciate. We have cultural differences. We have, um, you know, a different way of doing things. But the only thing is when our common goal is to please God and serve God and to have Jesus glorified, you will not really care uh, what, where somebody is coming from. And from my experience, I have worked with literally people from different continents of the of the world. I have so many friends from different countries uh, from where I have not come from, you know, d people of different cultures. But we end up really flowing so well, flowing sometimes even better than people from my place or <laughs> maybe my family or something. So to me, it's really and have the, having that understanding that God made us, uh, you know, to just be like him and operate like him. You know, no. Adam's name yeah. in Hebrew means, mm. quote, yeah. to show blood in the face, mm -hmm. red, ruddy, mm. rosy, yeah. a human being, unquote. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with being white. I hear you. The skin color of Adam and Eve were, is pure conjecture, mm. although it would be closer to medium brown since Adam's DNA had to contain information from a multitude of skin tones. Mm -hmm. Now, after God scattered the people... From the Tower of Babel, the genetic makeup of individuals was isolated mm. into geographic areas. Mm -hmm. Consequently, groups of people lost the ability to produce certain uh, shades of children mm -hmm. because the information of those colors were not present now in their population mm. groups. Mm. So I'm just looking at it scientifically. Yeah, sure. But if you go far enough back, we are all mm. from the same parents. That's right. Adam and Eve. Yeah, and even going down all the way to Abraham, because um, that we have the the Noah generation that uh, was destroyed after the um, the floods, and then we get God coming to Abraham at uh, the age at G Genesis twelve, and at the age of seventy five, God comes to Abraham and say, "Get out of your country and from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you." And He says, "I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and will make your name." Uh, you know, great. And then he says, I will bless those who bless you and I will cast those who cast you and you and in you 
all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And of course, he also made him a father of many nations. When God blessed Abraham, he said, I will make you into a father of many nations. So out of Abraham, we have the seed of Abraham. We are all of the seed of Abraham. We have origin. Our actually origin is the same, irrespective of where we stay. And looking at history, we have been, like he says, being dispatched into different parts of the earth. But our origin is the same. We originated from a similar place point from a similar seed a similar you know father our forefathers uh, and therefore uh, when we know this and we appreciate this then we'll begin to respect each other we'll begin to love one another embrace one another and start realizing that everybody has potential everybody has capacity everybody has something they can offer to society because they were created like God they have what it takes to change the world they have what it takes to influence and to affect the system of the world you know god does yeah. not mm. forbid yeah. or condemn mm. interracial marriage yes the concept of races mm -hmm. is entirely a mad made idea mm -hmm. from the beginning with adam and eve there was yeah. only one race of humans yeah. from a biological point of view mm -hmm. genesis chapter one tells us yeah. that god created everything quote after it's kind, kind that's unquote. Right. Yeah. This cannot mean that God wanted different human races to marry within their own race mm -hmm. because there was only one race, race in mm -hmm. the garden. Mm -hmm. After their kind, what yeah. kind? The human kind. That's the right. human race. Yes. Not animals. Not animals. So man is meant to marry within the human race. Amen to that. Not to have sex with animals. Please say that again because we <laughs> have a problem. Man is meant to <laughs> marry in the human race, not to have sex with animals. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Men were meant to yeah. marry. Marry women, yes, not each other, mm -hmm. as this is the way God made them to populate the earth. Yeah. If men married men, mm. we would not have men and women on earth. They would have been extinct in the first generation. Yeah, that's true. That's true, right there. You know, Adam, the, <laughs> <laughs> I love this because we have perverted. We have perverted the order of God. Yes, the order of God was male and female. It was not male and male. It was not female and female. Because God said, and God made man both male and female. So yes. man was ma male and female. That's right. And uh, for reprocreation and multiplication and, uh, you know, f for us to fill the earth, there has to be male and female. That's so there right. is no way you, we're going to reproduce, we're going to multiply if we have the same gender, the same, you know, kind of. A, so it is really perversion when a man goes out with a man, a woman with a man. It is basically just lust. We are, we are just, it is deception of the enemy. It is wickedness. It is an abomination before God. Because the Bible says when God brought, uh, when he caused Adam to sleep, he actually, I can read that for you in Genesis 2. It says, uh, Genesis 2, 21. It says, and the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman and he brought to her, he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken out of man. And if the woman was taken out of man, it tells you for man to be uh, to operate in the world, to be effective, to enjoy creation, to enjoy the things of God, 
a man needs a woman, a woman needs a man. It doesn't necessarily mean in marriage, but what it means is that we need each other. We need each other. There is what a man can do that a woman cannot do. There is what a woman can do that a man cannot do. So there is a very, we have to understand, we need each other. We cannot just have men only or women only. We need to relate with each other with this understanding and that's why we also have the issue of marriage that's why god introduced marriage for companionship you know for for he says uh, to, for to be one to become a helpmate of the other so that we can become helpers to fulfill our god's given purpose you know there is only one type of marriage that is yeah. forbidden in the bible mm -hmm. and that is a marriage between a believer and a non-believer that's right second corinthians 6 14 yes says be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers yep. for what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness mm -hmm. what communion hath light with darkness what's yeah. an unbeliever yeah two men getting married mm -hmm. two women getting married yeah. that's sodom and gomorrah that's judgment mm -hmm. that's where the yeah. man has slid down to mm -hmm. the lowest point of depravity right before god eternally mm -hmm. judges yeah so uh we're supposed to marry mm within the confines of man and woman. Yeah. And if you're born again, you're supposed to marry another born again person. That's right. And, and if, if you feel you have tendencies and desires that are causing you to be attracted to a different order than what God did, then you need to deal with that. You need prayer. You need deliverance. You need to repent and come to God that God may deliver you because that thing will take you to hell. It will take you to hell fire. You need to make things right with God when we still have a window of grace. You need to come back to your senses, come back to the scriptures, come back to the the way God wanted things to be, and then God is going to help you. And De Deuteronomy 7, 3, 4, it says, you shall not intermarry with the inhabitants of Canaan. God was talking to the people of Israel. He says, you shall not giving your, you shall not intermarry with the inhabitants of Canaan, giving your daughters to their sons, or taking their daughters for your sons, for they would turn away your sons from following me to serve other gods. Then the anger of the Lord will be kindled against you and will destroy you quickly. Why? God forbids marriage of non-believers or probably people that are you are unequally yoked with. It's because one person is serving the living God. The other person is not perverted. The other person is, is uh, submitting to idols. He's submitting to other gods. And therefore, God told them, be careful when you get to the promised land that you do not intermarry. Inter marriage is about a covenant. Don't covenant with them because if you covenant with them, they're going to pervert your ways. They're going to pervert you in that you will not be able to serve your God. And because of the perversion, he says the anger of the Lord will break out against you. So most of us, somebody said it is easier to pull somebody down than for you to pull somebody up. So when you are a believer, you're already up there. But if you get yoked with a non-believer, what will happen is you will not be able to pull them up where you are. It is easier for them to pull you down where they are. And that's the danger of really getting unequally yoked is because you have no ability and capacity to change anybody. It is only God that can change. So the safest place we have is marry within your tribe, the tribe of believers. Marry within the confines of the church because when God gives you somebody that fears God like you, you will worship God together. You will serve God together with them, with the person. 
You know, you brought yeah. up Deuteronomy and Exodus 34, 11 through 16, as mm-hmm. well as Deuteronomy 13, 23. Yeah. The Hebrews were forbidden to marry Canaanites and yeah. other pagan people. Yeah. Now, this was not because of race, mm-hmm. because the Hebrews, Amorites, and Canaanites were racially similar. Mm-hmm. It was because those people served other gods, other idols. Yeah. Once again, it had nothing to do with race or color of skin. Yeah. See? <laughs> yeah. It had yes. only if you were serving the living God. That's right. God did not want you to mix with people that were not serving him. That's right. Because like you said, they could pull you down. Yeah, they can. Daphne? Yes. And sometimes I think um, looking at it, some people, we say, why are you discriminating? Maybe you should marry the non-believer and bring them to the Lord. Just no, the no, same no, no. thing we are saying. You have no capacity, no ability to change anybody. It is just the grace of God that we are born again. And the best you can do is pray for them, help them come up. Now, some people ask, suppose I was married or I'm in a relationship. Oh, yeah, probably. Let me say, suppose I was married and I got saved in the marriage and now my spouse is not married uh, is, sorry is not born again I, I, I'm married I got saved I got born again in the, in the marriage and my spouse is not born again should I leave the spouse and this is what Paul says he says if you get saved with an unbelieving spouse you find yourself you know you're already born again and you're already in the marriage then you don't have to walk out you, you have to pray and believe God that God is going to, you know, transform your spouse. You don't have to walk away unless a person decides to walk away. So, in other words, we have to understand what God is talking about. Don't, you know, cast people away. Don't condemn people because they are not born again. What we are saying is if you have to make a decision of marriage and you're not married, you have to seek God that he may direct and lead you. But the bottom line is you have to marry a believer. You have to marry somebody that has your, you know, somebody who submits to your, you know, to your covenant. Now, let me look at Ruth uh, in the book of Ruth because Ruth was a more bitter woman and she ended up marrying uh, from Judah. She marries Boaz and yet, you know, Ruth was from that other side. Now listen, Ruth had to be changed. She had an encounter with God. And that's why when she was about to leave, uh, when the, the mother-in-law was about to leave Moab, she, they had a conversation. And the, the mother-in-law was like, you know what? Uh, your, your friend has left to go to her people and her gods. But what do you do? And uh, what, do, what do you say? And Ruth said, your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. So Ruth had a transformation. She was already changed. She was a Moabitess a woman, but she had an encounter with the God of of, of Naomi. And when she got changed and got delivered and set her free, then she comes to Judah and look what God does for her. She meets her, her Boaz and Boaz is ready to marry her. And out of them, we get Obed. We have, then we, out of them, we get Jesse. And out of there, we get King David. And it's a lineage of Jesus Christ. So it is very possible for God to transform and set people free and bring them to the lineage of Christ. So what we need, we need to just be able to, what we are saying is be careful who you covenant with. Everybody carries an altar. Everybody is a walking altar. So you either connect to their altar or they connect to your altar. But if you have like, like altars, then you're going to fire up. You're going to strengthen the altars that are working in your life. Amen. 
As she said, mm-hmm. Ruth was a Moabite woman yeah. and is one of only five women listed in the genealogy of oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's true. And now you <laughs> could look at other examples. Consider Moses and Sabora. Mm-hmm. You know, Miriam. Yeah. And Aaron spoke against Moses mm. because of the Ethiopian woman who he had married, yeah. for he had married an Ethiopian woman. Mm-hmm. Numbers 12, 1. Mm-hmm. So, Miriam became upset because Moses married a black woman. That's right. A Midianite. Mm-hmm. A Cushite. Yeah. Miriam reacted like a racist and got angry <laughs> and rebused Moses. Yeah. It seems God wasn't happy with Miriam's response mm-hmm. and judged Miriam mm-hmm. with leprosy. Yeah. If anything, God frowns upon people that are racist. Mm. Miriam was angry because Moses had married a non-Israelite. Mm-hmm. You know, Joseph married an Egyptian. Mm-hmm. Esther married a Persian, oh an Iranian. Oh, Lord. So we can go <laughs> on into this thing yes. and see how God used people of different races. Yes. Racist. Yes. Color of skin means nothing. It means, and look at how they fulfill God's purpose. Totally. Because what God is more interested is not even your skin color or your age or race. What he's more interested, he's interested in kingdom. He's more interested in, in, in fulfilling kingdom mandate, in fulfilling his purpose on earth. So if he can get a Moabite to marry an, you know, uh, a person from Judah, Bethlehem, then they're going to work and they're going to covenant and they're going to fulfill God's purposes. So what we, and look at it, Ruth was younger than Boaz. So we're going to be talking about age because some people have had all this confusion. Should I marry a younger person or an older person? So I believe we need to be touching on that. Uh, maybe in the next program and I think we are set free to marry from whatever race whatever color as long as is a family of believers and people that believe and people that walk with God and have the right kindred, kindred spirit tune in tomorrow as we talk about marriage mm-hmm. and age yes God is not a racist yes sir age doesn't matter God yeah. bless you amen Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. 
Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.